This is the FPL Draft Zone, your fantasy team's best signing of the season. Cole Palmer gets the winner, but is it Chelsea's defence we should be targeting? Manchester City win at Newcastle as King Kev returns to the tune. And it's only one defeat in four for Luton, but who are the players you need to add to your draft squad? Hello and welcome to the FPL Draft Zone, a podcast that is dedicated to draft FPL in the same way Darwin Nunes is dedicated to missing big chances. I'm Dom Crofts and today I am recording in a hotel room a long way from home. So apologies for the slightly ropey sound quality, but as we edge towards the halfway stage of Game Week 21, I wanted to bring you something to plug into your ears. So here we are. As I record this, Manchester United are playing Spurs. It is 2-1 at half-time. Rasmus Hoyland put United in front. Richarlison equalised for Spurs. And then Marcus Rashford put United back in front from a Hoyland assist. I am three hours ahead of UK listeners where I am. So in order to get this out at a reasonable hour, I have had to take a hit and sacrifice that game to bring you this podcast. But I will be keeping an eye on it as we record this show. So let's get started with a look at the story of Game Week 21 so far. And it all started on Friday night when Burnley drew one all with Luton and Vincent Company continues to be unable to catch a break. It looked like Amdunia won the game for the Clarets, but Carlton Morris in the 92nd minute got an equaliser for the Hatters, meaning it finished 1-1 at Turf Moor. Then on Saturday, Chelsea beat Fulham 1-0. Cole Palmer got the only goal of the game, and that win means that Mauricio Pochettino's side have now won four home games on the spin. That is the first time Chelsea have managed that since July 2020. They've also won four of their last five games. So we'll talk about Chelsea in a little while. Earlier today, Everton nil, Aston Villa nil. Goalkeepers were the dominant pair in that one with Martinez and Pickford on song. But we're going to be talking about an Aston Villa defender who might be worth picking up in the waivers. And as I said, Manchester United 2, Spurs 1 at the moment. We will see how it goes in the second half. And I will keep an eye on that as we record this show. So every week... Fantasy Draft seems to throw up some good performances and it seems to throw up some bad performances, some stinkers, some would say, some truly stinky performances. So let's take a look at Game Week 21's winners and losers. The FPL Draft Zone. Winners and losers. Let's start with the winners then. And it is Chelsea defenders we're going to focus on because we have been crying out for some decent defensive options. And maybe, just maybe, Chelsea are going to surprise us all, finally get their act together and offer us a route to clean sheets. They've now got five clean sheets for the season so far and Levi Colwell has started every game in which they have picked up a clean sheet. He got nine points on Saturday in the win against Fulham, including maximum bonus points. The most clean sheets picked up by a defender this season is seven. That honour goes to William Saliba of Arsenal and Trent Alexander-Arnold. So he is not far behind those two. He could well be taken in your draft league, but Chelsea have been sloppy in the main this season, so there will still almost certainly be some Chelsea defensive coverage available. Thiago Silva and Marlo Gusto weren't far off the bonus points on Saturday either in this game, which is another good sign, 
But it's not all good news. Their fixtures are about to get bad, guys. They have games against Liverpool, Manchester City and Spurs in their next five. Oh no, but, 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 wait a second. They've played those teams already this season and they've not lost a game. Five points from those matches. So if you're looking for a defensive asset that might be able to help you on the clean sheet front, maybe, just maybe, Chelsea are your team. And if I was choosing any Chelsea defender, I would hone in on Marlo Gusto. He could have been sent off on Saturday. He wasn't. He did create three chances against Fulham. That was the joint most in the match. He is a player who is looking like he can replace Rhys James on that right-hand flank and replace him successfully. Goalkeeper Dorde Petrovic also picked up nine points in that game against Fulham. He is available in around half of all draft leagues, according to data from Draft FC. He made four saves against Fulham. He's made four saves in each of his last four games. So if you're looking for a goalkeeper, he remains an option while Robert Sanchez is out. He's expected to return in February. Another winner this weekend, Alfie Doughty of Luton Town. We flagged him in episode one and Trent Light has not disappointed once again. He's now got six assists for the season after he assisted Carlton Morris's equaliser in Luton's draw with Burnley. He's got two more assists than Trent and he's only got one assist less than Kieran Trippier and Pedro Porro. He's got more assists than Martin Erdegaard. And in the last six games, he's picked up five points, nine points, seven points, nine points, no points, but that was against Man City, and eight points. His ownership, as you would imagine, has risen significantly in the last few weeks, but he will still be available in 30% of leagues. Three of his next four games as well are at Kenilworth Road and Luton are strong at home. It is a tough place to go and those games include matches against Brighton and Hove Albion, one clean sheet all season, and Sheffield United, tragically, tragically bad. A lot of people are also talking up Ross Barkley as a potential draft pick, but I want to focus on Carlton Morris, a goal scorer on Friday. He's been limited to sub-appearances for Luton this season, but he's now had seven returns of more than five points this season, and only eight forwards have got more points than him. That is despite not starting a game since game week 14. Two seven-point returns in his last three game weeks. If you were struggling on the striker front, and let's face it, a lot of draft managers are, you could do much worse than make him your third-choice striker. Carlton Morris of Luton Town. Okay, they're the winners. We've got to focus on the losers now. And rather than picking a specific player, I'm going to pick a specific group of players. Or, depending on how you look at it, a specific group of managers. Draft managers who chose to draft Newcastle defenders because it is not getting any better at St. James's Park. They've got just two clean sheets in the last 10 games. They conceded 7.27 XG against Liverpool and Manchester City got an XG of 3.11 against them. But watching it, it felt like a lot, lot more. That game in the first half was amazing. It was like a basketball game going back and forth between two unbelievable basketball teams. In the second half, it was like watching the Harlem Globetrotters take on some three-year-olds who had just been given a basketball for the first time. It actually was quite embarrassing. Newcastle 
were bad and Manchester City were very, very good. And even though Newcastle have got relatively kind fixtures coming up, unless they somehow find a way to drastically improve their defence, they are going to continue to concede more and more goals. Eddie Howe's defensive record towards the end of his time at Bournemouth was appalling. And it does seem that that seems to be going the way at Newcastle as well. I know they've had injury problems, but defensively, they look all over the shop. Their next three games, Aston Villa away, tough. Luton at home, and then Nottingham Forest away as well. Even Kieran Trippier has failed to return in his last six games. It is doom and gloom for the Geordies, and it is doom and gloom for any draft managers with their defenders in their teams. That, my friends, is winners and losers. Some good, some bad. But let's get the positive vibes going, shall we? And honour our fantasy hero of the week. Hero of the week! Well, here we go. Managers who drafted him into their teams have had to wait a long, long time to see him in action. An injury in game week one against Burnley meant he has missed every single game of the season so far. But he returned against Newcastle and he returned with a goal three minutes after coming onto the pitch. And then, then, a last-minute assist for Oscar Bob, taking his tally to 12 points in just 20 minutes with maximum bonus points as well. I am no mathematician, but that breaks down at roughly more than a point every two minutes, which is good. Now, last season, he got seven goals and 18 assists. Pep has eased him back into action this season after recovering from that injury. But surely he will not be able to keep him out of that team for long now. Surely he will regain his place in that starting eleven, and Philip Foden will suffer the consequences of being dragged back out onto the wing. If he can keep himself fit, he will get minutes. And he has shown this weekend that he doesn't even need that many minutes to return and to return big. A lot of long-term owners have shown incredible patience with Kevin De Bruyne, but now they're getting their rewards because KDB is back, baby. Hero of the Week! Now we are only at the halfway stage of Game Week 21, but it's never too soon to look to the future and plan, plan, plan your next draft pickup. It's time for Waiver Once. The FPL Draft Zone. Waiver Once. First up, a rather surprising pick, but I'm going William of Fulham. They are on a terrible run of form. They've lost four of their last five, but looking at their next three fixtures, it's tempting. They have Everton at home. They have Burnley away. They have Bournemouth at home. William returned to the Fulham starting 11 at Stamford Bridge. He played 90 minutes and he had an XGI of 0.43, which let's face it, is quite good. He remains Fulham's best attacking option. He's got four goals and two assists so far this season and he is highly likely to be available on the waivers in your league. He is not a long-term pick. Let's not pretend that he is. But on the short-term punt, he might be worth thinking about. Marco Silva has already beaten his former club Everton at Goodison Park. He will not be afraid to play them at Craven Cottage. They did lose to Burnley and they did lose to Bournemouth earlier this season. But let's look on the positive side. They're hungry. Starving, some would say. For revenge. Our second waiver want is 
absolutely anybody who plays for Brighton who is not a defender. This week they have Wolves at home, but their next fixtures, outrageous. Luton away, Palace at home, Spurs away, Sheffield United away, Everton at home. That is four out of five games that are absolutely dreamy. And they seem to be rediscovering their form. They no longer have the distraction of Europe at the moment. They've only got one defeat in their last six games. They've only lost twice since game week 10. Defensively, yes, they are a gamble with that one clean sheet all season. But if you can find a way into their midfield or into their attack, there are points to be gained. Danny Welbeck remains relatively low-owned in draft. He's a good option if you're in need of a striking pick. And there's another Brighton asset that we're going to talk about a little later. But before we do that, let's focus on Aston Villa defender Alex Moreno. He is Aston Villa's first choice left back right now in the absence of Lucas Digne. Digne's return is scheduled for the 30th of January, according to the FPL site. The date of their next game is the 30th of January at home to Newcastle. But will he get back in this Aston Villa team. Moreno has been excellent in the last couple of games. He had a goal disallowed at Everton. He picked up a bonus point as well. And crucially, Unai Emery signed him. He did not sign Digne. He signed Moreno to replace Digne. In addition, Digne is being heavily linked with a big money move to Saudi Arabia and Al-Hilal. So now could be the time to get Moreno in if you need to change up your defence. He is only 59.1% owned across draft leagues and Villa's fixtures are not too shabby. Newcastle at home next, which right now holds no fear. Sheffield United away follows that and then a home game against Manchester United who are still leaking goals it's two all by the way now at Old Trafford between Manchester United and Spurs Fulham away Forest at home and Luton away potentially points aplenty in that lot so if you're looking for a defender who could be about to regain his starting place on a regular basis whose value could rock it up and who offers attacking threat by the barrel load Alex Moreno is your man and now, it's time for this. The FPL Draft Zone. One to watch. Yes, one to watch a player who might not necessarily be on your radar, but who is worth thinking about and who is low-owned across the board. And this week, it is Brighton midfielder Jack Hinchelwood. He's been playing as a right-back for Roberto De Zerbi, but he is classed as a midfielder. This, let's face it, is not ideal but he could still be worth thinking about he started seven of Brighton's last eight games he's got a couple of goals in that time as well from fullback and in matches he didn't return in his threat levels were still very very high he had 0.45 xgi against West Ham he had 0.79 xgi against Burnley he did not return in either of those games he gets in incredibly good attacking positions he is given the license to attack by his manager and he is another player who will almost certainly be available in your draft league and could be worth getting in despite the fact that he is a defender who is classed as a midfielder he would obviously be your fifth choice option in midfield but if you have a rotating midfielder spot you could do much worse than get in Jack Hinchelwood, particularly given Brighton's good run 
that is coming up. Okay, so the second half of Game Week 21 kicks off on Saturday, the 20th of January, when Arsenal play Crystal Palace at the Emirates. Brentford also take on Nottingham Forest when Ivan Tony is widely expected to return to top flight action. Then on Sunday, it's Sheffield United against West Ham and Bournemouth against Liverpool. The game week wraps up on Monday, the 22nd of January, when Brighton entertain Wolves. Your teams are already set. You can't do anything now. You've made your bed. You've got to lie in it. But a few things I would not be surprised to see. An Arsenal win, surely, next week. It seems long overdue, doesn't it? So I would expect owners of their key assets to do well. Ivan Tony will almost certainly return for Brentford, and I suspect he will be a man on a mission. So if you manage to get him into your draft squad, I would be very confident of a return in that game. I actually think anyone who gambled on Sheffield United might get a pleasant surprise this week as well. I fancy them to beat West Ham. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. And I even think maybe there's a clean sheet in the offing for the Blades as well. Bournemouth v Liverpool. Slightly harder game to predict, I would say, but it'll be interesting to see who Liverpool's front three is. Jota, Diaz, Darwin and Gakpo owners will be hoping Jurgen Klopp does them a favour. And I expect goals, goals, goals between Brighton and Wolves on Monday night. So if any of you managers out there own the likes of Pascal Gross, João Pedro, Danny Welbeck, Pedro Neto or Cunha, I would be very hopeful of a return. Right. That is almost it for today. It is a shorter show than usual given the circumstances of me being cooped up in a hotel in the middle of nowhere. But hopefully you've enjoyed it. Don't forget we are on Twitter and Instagram or X and Instagram if you're Elon Musk. At FPL Draft Zone is our handle. Do get in touch. It would be lovely to hear from you. I am still away at the end of Game Week 21 as well, but I will do my best to get another slightly ropey pod out for you. And I hope that the rest of Game Week 21 goes the way you want it to. Good luck, and we'll see you on the other side. Bye for now.